want to make more money with email, you need to send less emails. We had a client who was messaging 100,000 addresses, and then we rewarmed their system. The first message was to 5,000 addresses. They got as many clicks from the email to 5,000 addresses as they were getting to their deployments of 100,000 addresses. Because they weren't in the inbox. Growing an audience, it's like building a nice fire. At the center of this fire is a bed of embers. And that bed of embers is your engaged audience. They like what you've got. You need to grow their engagement, which specifically is click-through rate. When that bed of embers warms, the heat from the fire expands and you're able to reach more people. When you've got a bomb offer, you want that to go to as many people as possible. And that will not happen if you're destroying your audience. In 2023, say goodbye to operational constraints and skewed demand predictions. Printful Enterprise is here to take all of that off your plate with white-label on-demand production. Reach your global customer base with more cost efficiency than ever and offer them a wide range of premium quality products from apparel to home decor. Printful will fulfill pack and ship orders all under your brand. Team up with a player who will always be dedicated to your growth. Team up with Printful Enterprise. We did at D2C and we've never looked back. Learn more at printful.com enterprise. That's printful.com enterprise. Join the team. It's all killer, no filler. I'm Eric Dick. This is the D2C Podcast, and we are semi-live here with Jordan Gordon, the director of Pilot House's email and retention team. Let's just jump right into it. High level, what are you noticing during some of your audits that you do of, of client accounts over the last little while on the email side? So I do a lot of audits. And some of the things that I'm seeing... Maybe I'll just list the two that are in the doc, and then we can just dig into each of them separately as you want. But one, there is a less um, like new business flow, whether it's leads or customers. Brands are, are tightening their belts a bit, uh, seeking to be more efficient with their ad spend. So in that, you know, in these cases, less customers can be a win if you're saying, well, let's be more profitable on each customer, right? So some of that's happening, healthy part of the business cycle, but that means less coming to the retention team, which then makes the retention team want to change, we recommend to the uh, uh, All Killer No Filler podcast audience. Now you want to change the way you manage uh, the leads and customers that are coming uh, down the pipe to you. Um, And the second thing, and this is like maybe a message of mercy to everybody out there that we can go into is I'm getting more and more people who I'm seeing there's like sending 15 emails a month to the average person on their send list, which means some of them are getting more than 15 and, you know, unique click-through rates of 0.3%. And so, you know, we have just like a, a heart-to-heart with our audience about what you, what you do need to do now and what you should not be doing now. We'll do a scared straight segment and you can uh, bark into some of our wayward uh, audience's ears about sending too much. But let's go back to the sort of Factors we're seeing in the economy, everyone's, there is this sense upstream of a little bit of belt tightening kind of happening. And and I think I think that's interesting to think about it downstream because I, I, I do think about it, I'm a more advertising focused person. To think about it from retention, you are going to be getting fewer people in. So how do you recommend that people change their mindset specifically in order to increase efficiency on the email side, just like we're seeing upstream with advertising? There's two kind of segmentation Models. I'm just going to use a little for metaphors, uh, buckshot and sniper. But you can easily do caterpillar and butterfly. There's all kinds of ways you can you can talk about it. Right. Got a lot of NRA um, listeners, so let's stick with the firearms. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you want to be a butterfly or a sniper? So, um, importantly, look in an expansion, you've got plentiful lead flow, plentiful stuff coming through the pipe, leads customers, and so you can just say, look, we're gonna 
the focus is going to be drawing forward that purchase or additional purchase as quickly as possible at the expense of anything in the future, right? Um, and by the way, on, on our second point, people who are sending too many emails and destroying their, their audiences, they're trying to do that, right? Um, uh, something we, I didn't even discuss is the fact that everyone's inbox is now full, so you've got more competition that you're, that you're going against. Anyway, um, you just use a buckshot. So you, you kind of focus on, are they interacting in email? Okay, they are interacting in email, they've clicked or something. People use these wide windows, 120 days, and they'll do 180 days. And you just send all your messages to that list. And if someone unsubscribes, there's just more coming tomorrow anyway, right? Um, and that's just like, a, it's, it's just really effective. It works, everybody does it. I was doing retention through the um, great financial crisis, and so, uh, and this, uh, by the way, I don't think that we're going to experience anything like that at all. I don't think we're going to experience that. But I have shifted the way I manage uh, audiences. And so this second methodology is um, rather than focusing purely on an email, you say, okay, well, look, are they on the site? Are they interacting with any of our documents? Whatever it might be. Um, you know, are they clicking on products? And you got in email, out extra email, but you decrease the window. And now you're rather than looking at an engagement window, you're looking at an intent window. And you think this is the window where someone has shown intent. We're going to message a lot at this intent point. We want to get that out, right? Here, you might actually send more. Okay, let's send more messages. Let's, let's get them to do it. But then once they're outside of that intent window, you quiet down. I think about that intent sniper. So really you're looking to rather than buckshot like general engagement or activity, you're looking to sniper intent with custom messages. And and when you are going to go, make sure you're you, focused, focused intensity and then giving, giving people a break, which I think makes a lot of sense. And then when, when you quiet it down, what's going to happen? And I'll just say, like, I was thinking about this last night with the podcast. When I was doing, like, lists that had, like, a million plus addresses, my worst engaged segments, I would message once a month. Like, not once a week, once a month. So, um, and that kept them from dragging down my whole aggregate engagement, because the aggregate engagement is what uh, ISPs are looking at when they decide if they want to inbox you. Well, they're one of the things they're looking at. Um, so that gives a second chance. So maybe they didn't close on that intent window, but just wait for another engagement. Another intent window opens up and then and then hit them heavy. So that's the shift uh, that, you know, I mean, if you've got some segments in your system, you can you can jimmy that together. And to think about it in terms of intent, I think is really smart as well. Not just about who they are in the audience, these very broad general categories, really based on when they're taking activity, when they've shown that those, those signs, hit them hard then and then lay off. And, and so one of the things I, I like talking about you with is sort of there's the technical side of mailing as well. And, and when you don't follow these, when you do go buckshot all the time, you do mail 12 to 15 emails per week to an average user, you, you end up with this sort of phenomenon where you can be like, you can deaden your list without even maybe even realizing. You talk a little bit about a worst case scenario that you've seen where people have just actually are getting so little engagement from any of their lists that it, it just becomes inert. This, here's a very interesting, this is live, this happened to us this year. We had a client who came and was generally messaging 100,000 addresses, and then we re-rewarmed um, their system. And the first message was to 5,000 addresses, and they got as many clicks from the email to 5,000 addresses as they were getting to their deployments of 100,000 addresses, because they weren't in the inbox. So this is a little a little folksy, you know, but... I think about growing uh, an audience, right? It's email, it's like, building, uh, it's like building a nice fire. And at the center of this fire, 
uh, is a bed of embers. You need to have a nice warm bed of embers. If you're built a bonfire, right? You need that nice bed of embers. And that bed of embers is your engaged audience, your core list, people who are clicking. They like what you've got, right? So you need to grow that. You need to grow their engagement, which specifically is click-through rate. You need to get that click-through rate from them up. When that bed of embers warms, the heat from the fire expands and you're able to reach more people. These people around the fire, that's the audience you want. And you want to have as big a reach as you can for them so when you've got a bomb offer, the most possible people can see it. Now, if you're sending too many emails, you send someone five emails, they're not as likely to click on all five emails as they are if you send one, right? Send 10 emails, you're not going to get 10 times more clicks. So what it does is, is sending um, too many messages drops your click-through rate, and then your aggregate engagement, and then ISPs notice, and they're more likely to send your messages to spam, to these people on the edges. I just put it in the spam folder. And you do that ad nauseum, and where you reach is, like say, 0.3% click-through rate, right? Yeah. We've gone through this as a, as a big emailing company on the D2C side as well, and that, that metaphor of the campfire is, is a good one, I think, because if you have no ember, then, you know, then they, they'll, Gmail knows that and says, okay, well then, you know, more of these are going to go to, go to spam, go to promotion folder in our case. And so when you can just grow that out, it's just going to have a halo effect on more of your traffic. You know what, Gmail, you can go check out the, the Gmail blog. They've told us, they've told us what they want explicitly. They said, we want you to message people you have a relationship with, and we're going to measure that relationship through engagement. And if it doesn't look like you have a relationship with your audience, we're going to put you in the spam folder. They've said it. So we should just believe them, right? Normally here, you'll hear my announcer voice telling you about one of our partner's great e-commerce SaaS businesses. But today I get to tell you about my thing and invite you to C-Suite Mastermind, Las Vegas, March 23rd and 24th. 2023. In September, we ran our first in-person mastermind in Victoria, British Columbia. It was a smash success and a clear sign to keep bringing together the top minds of our industry for concentrated learning and relationship building events. So now we can all meet up in Las Vegas, March 23rd and 24th, just ahead of Shop Talk. Check out directtoconsumer.co slash events to see the lineup of amazing mentors we're bringing to the table, including the Midday Squares trio, the founders and operators behind Obvi Collagen, Mini Katana, Kuru Footwear, and more. So whether you're building in CPG, health, apparel, or even bladed weaponry, we're going to have the content and connections at C-Suite that make a serious impact to your results in 2023. So that's directtoconsumer.co slash events, Viva Las Vegas, and let's go. So what are your next steps with a list like that? With when you got it down to the, you know, their core ember again, and you know that there is this, and it looks great to Google when you send that list. What's the, the next move with someone who's maybe gone too far, hasn't, didn't listen to your message of mercy and is seeing a bit of a, of a dead end list? Look, when you want to build that, that bed of embers back up, you're going to take some smaller pieces of wood and put them in there. If you've, if you've built a large fire before and then screwed it up, shifting stuff around, so you have to go back and focus on that bed of embers. So we're going to feed them content they like. You can't send the exact same message over and over again. Every message can't be 20% off and then, oh, hey, you know, third reminder, even though you didn't read the last two, you can't just always do that. So we find, we start saying things that they're interested in. And by the way, why not always say something your audience is interested in? People are on your list for three reasons. One, they, they like your product. They want updates, you know, new releases. Two, they want deals, right? So of course you got to send some deals out. That's why they're on the list. And three, because they think the information that comes to them from your list is helping them become the better person they want to be, whether it's in shape or a better car mechanic, 
right? So realign the message and send to a much smaller group, send that message to uh, the small people who are still engaging, right? Get them engaging more so that you can reach more people. But like I said, you would be surprised sometimes in that process, you actually are, are driving just as much traffic to your site because the other stuff wasn't even in, in the inbox. And this will be visible to you if you send half as many emails and your opt-out rate goes up because someone has to open the email to opt out, right? So you weren't even in the inbox if you, see, if you send less emails and your opt-out rate goes up. And then you like the people that are the the big logs, let's say the big unengaged cold logs uh, on your fire. Do you just really lower your frequency with them? Again, you lower your, your frequency with them, and as you say, you try to provide something else that you think they will engage with. That's that's part of your brand. So this is the message of mercy, right? It's like you have to you have to break your list into different engagement tiers. You can't just have one engagement tier. I mean, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna start making sniper segments, you need to have somewhere for someone to go when they're less engaged so that they can receive a few less messages, right? You know, live to fight again another day. And your lowest engagement segment is gonna be your biggest. It's the biggest segment, you know, that you're, that you, that you're gonna send to usually. And like I say, I would take those and I would send them a message a month. And I'm just looking for them to engage. Once they engage, they move into a, a better engagement segment, and then you can you can message them some more. So um, those big logs that we're talking about here, just become realistic about how many messages they're interested in consuming, because if, if they're not consuming your messages, opening them, whatever, ISPs know, and everyone they don't open is a ding against you. You're damaging yourself. You're damaging your business. What, this is what happens. Only people who are new to your list will be getting your messages because they've shown some engagement. And anybody back here, they're, they're just not even going to get your messages at all. You know, the people nine months ago they bought, they're not going to get your messages. Well, hold on. That's the promise of customer retention is getting them to order again, drive up your domain revenue at lower cost, improve all your metrics so you can invest more in the business and grow. And you're actually going to just lose them if you over-message your most unengaged customers drive down your aggregate engagement and um, and look less desirable to ISPs. And your count, you might be counting on them in your models of like being able to reach them via email of driving percentages of, of sales via email. But if they're in the spam folder, they're dead to you for all intents and purposes. Like people do not fish things out of their spam folder ever. Really. <laughs> Absolutely. They do not fish things out of their spam. I never do. You mentioned like the sort of three categories of emails. And it's funny, I was talking with Carly McFarland recently, who's uh, director of e-com at Mini Katana. One of the things that she wants to highlight in her talk in Las Vegas is some of these brands that really go with like a fourth style of content, which is just like making people laugh or making people feel good about the brand. And literally she's talking about brands that have this process where they will have comedians on in a Slack channel and they tell jokes and share memes. And if everyone gives a certain number of emojis, it goes out to the list or whatever. If something's actually laugh out loud, funny, what do you think of like brands thinking about their email list in terms of entertainment and, and comedy, things like that? Let me apologize to to our audience. Um, a, a fourth category that I have in my list, and I was just running off the top of my head, is eye candy. Um, so I, I think about eye candy. It's similar to that, um, where you know, especially in fashion, it's just you know, selling suits. Hey, it's just good looking guys looking good, right? You want to just kind of like uh, you're you're fine to look through that. So um, m maybe if I would group that together with what she's doing, it's just like pure entertainment. Um, that is perfect for your bed of embers. 
What's wrong with sending a message out that they're just going to enjoy? There's nothing wrong with that. And what do you do if you're, let's say you're a performance kind of thinking kind of person, hey, let's just put a product offer below it, right? And, you know, if you're using an email system, why not use a predictively generated product offer where it just goes and picks something based on their browsing history and says, hey, here you go. And if you're really rewarming, yeah, put a discount on there, whatever. Just get that extra bit of engagement. Or even just test, test pure engagement candy, something funny, something delightful. And then everyone who engages with that, send them a more relevant sales message after that and just see if that's like a good graduator. You know, if you can use something totally delightful to kind of graduate people up into more engaged segments might be an interesting thing to test. I agree. Um, the one thing to, that I think about when I think about that model is you want to pick, focus on like a bestseller or something. Because what you're talking about is, okay, look, at we're going to take people who interact with this and we're going to try to sell them a bestseller, maybe people who, who uh, also people who've just interacted with bestsellers or something, pick something really big. And so your number one bestselling item is really big. So it's it's easy to use that to remarket to some, maybe a prospect who who you're rewarming like this. And, and then what you get is something, you get something that, you get something you can keep because you might have this, have this, uh, promoting your bestseller message, and you've got different ways, different ways you can feed into that. So you've got your, your, um, your entertainment uh, flow. Okay, look, they, they click on this, it feeds it into that. But now that it's there, you can then do all kinds of different things where you say, okay, well, we've got our sniper segments. They interact there. Let's put them into this. And it's our bestseller with an offer or something like that. And then you can have multiple entry points and it's a bestseller. So you know, it'll work. And it keeps them focused on purchasing as well, which is ultimately what you want from these people. You, you want the, you want to delight them and give them laughs, but you want to, you know, you do need to keep it focused on commerce generally. From my perspective, just put an offer, put put a product at the bottom below the, the video or the meme or whatever you got in there. Just put a product in there, right? And then if they click on it, it's going to trigger the, the browse abandon. And, and they're going to be in this whole ecosystem that, that, you've, uh, that you've built up after listening to the uh, All Killer No Filler podcast. Butterflies, snipers, buckshot, it's all there, all the metaphors. I, I would say, I don't know about Pilot House as much because I don't, uh, but D2C as an organization, we run on metaphors. Uh, we literally, like we're held together by metaphors. And so I always appreciate a good one. And I always appreciate Jordan Gordon coming on the All Killer No Filler podcast. Catch you later, bud. Okay, have a good day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're not getting the D2C newsletter, you can subscribe for free at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to learn more about Pilot House's all-killer, no-filler services, take off to pilothouse.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.